No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find us here six out of the seven days a week. So be sure to share this with your friends and family. Don't forget, don't forget. Sovereignty itself is, of course, not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. Welcome to His Heart Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Woo! <laughs> yeah! Let's get rocking. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening again. Good evening. Good afternoon and good morning wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the hosts and they are the ones in charge and they are at the wheel and they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Welcome to His Hard Line for episode 427. And the title of today's show is A Fraudulent Process of State National. It is Monday, January 30th. Wow, we are already almost through the first full month of 2023. Where has the time gone? My, oh, my, oh, my. I tell you, time is speeding by quicker and quicker by the day. Like, I know they say as you get older, time goes by faster. But seriously, it just seemed like we were just, like, it was just New Year's Eve. And now we're almost in February. Ay, 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 I tell you what, we are in a time warp, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So I'm just curious. I am curious. Um, how do you guys like this better? Like now that I have the ability and I know I won't get hung up with Ponvine issues uh, because now this equipment's kind of making life easier and expediting the show a little bit more in a streamlined process. How do you guys feel about having the Bible reading in one separate show and then a discussion somewhere else? Like how, how is that like voting with you guys? Does that seem kind of does that does that seem better? Because then this way you could break it up, you know, if you want to do Bible in the morning and then like listen to the discussion later on in the afternoon during lunch hour or whatever, like I guess a little feedback. So you can email me um, what you think. Cause like I said, there's going to be a constant evolving with this show. I'm always striving to try to make this better because I don't like, you know, settling for status quo. 
I want to make sure that the production is just as good as the material here. All right. Cause the material has to be rock solid, but at the same time, you know, yes, I know production might not mean as much as long as the material is solid, but I like to have a good equal balance of both. You know what I mean? So, um, it looks like Oscar saying twofer. He's saying twofer. I like that. Nancy saying I'm with Oscar. I like the twofer. Um, yeah, you know, business and then EDU. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, I think this is maybe what we're going to start doing going forward. Um, is, you know, do a Bible reading, you know, take about 15, 20 minutes. Again, it kind of aligns with the 1% with him again, spending at least 15, 20 minutes, you know, with, uh, with our Lord and savior. Cause we got to do that first. All right. We have to put God first and then, and only then, then we can start talking about other topics, um, like the fraudulent process of state national. Okay. So let's dive right into this. So first off, let me adjust my mic for a second, guys. Hold on. Okay. So first off, um, I'm going to post something. Um, I've already posted it and reshared it, I believe. Um, but I want to post it again. And again, I forgive me if you're hearing pops in the microphone, I do plan on getting a, um, one of those mesh guards, those pop, uh, you know, uh, protectors or whatever you want to call it that we put in the microphone. So it kind of prevents that. Um, so forgive me there, uh, if you're hearing that, um, so I'm going to post this, uh, thing. It's about 18 pages long. I will do it after the show and it's titled problems with David Strait's process. All right. Now it's 18 pages. Now I'm not going to read and go over the full 18 pages. And there's a reason for that. Number one, we don't have that kind of time. That's number one, but number two, towards the bottom of it, middle to bottom, um, I'm scrolling through it right now. Give me a second. So as we get to the bottom, um, yeah, I want to say page, what page would this be? So starting, I guess, with probably page nine, yeah, going forward. So about halfway down, it starts getting into information about David Strait's family. Uh, like, I'm not going to even ma mention names, but it starts getting into David Strait's family and the potential stolen valor that is claimed on here. Um, just there's a lot of different things that are brought up on a personal level. Now, whoever wrote this, I, I don't, I have an idea of who wrote this. Um, cause I was talking to some people who, uh, may or may not know who the author of this, uh, report is. See, when you read this thing, this is very well orchestrated. It's very well put together. Um, somebody that's been around for quite some time now, this is a guess. All right. Let me just repeat myself. So you guys aren't getting any type of false. Um, you, you guys aren't taking this, what I'm about to say next as fact, this is a guess. I'll say it a third time. Even what I'm about to say next is a guess. My guess is that whoever wrote this is in the Naval intelligence potentially because the way this is laid out now, I will post this so you can check it out and, and read it for yourself. I am not going to go over the last half of this 18 pages, because again, 
reading this personal information that for one we i we can't validate one way or the other now i'm sure with time we could but even if we had the time it's not worth it from an assembly standpoint because it doesn't move the needle one way or the other okay talking about david straits personal subjects does not move the needle for the national assembly one way or the other or the other so we're going to leave that completely alone we deal in facts we deal in what is actually happening with the millions upon millions of people who are being swindled by david Strait and anna von reitz and others so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about so i'll post it you can read the whole thing i read it twice but we're not going to cover the last half of that document okay now i had somebody email me i'm going to keep their name anonymous but nothing bad they were saying that you know they have a feeling that with avr and david Strait, they're trying to take the process of what we do in the national assembly and almost make it a hybrid version so it seems very close to the truth and it makes it very easy to swindle people and bamboozle them into status correcting which is not a thing by the way ladies and gentlemen and yes that is very true they take about 85 to 90 percent of common law stuff they'll talk about god They'll talk about how it's God's law and how we follow God's law. Like you'll hear these people speak like they are the most righteous people. But remember, and this is why you got to take everything to prayer. You got to remember they corrupted at least 10 to 15% of it. So they, 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 they give you enough truth to make it sound like it is legit because you're hearing it from other places like the national assembly for example but then what they'll do is they do the old bait and switch and then they will feed you the fraudulent stuff and that's where the trouble happens so let's get into this a little bit so what about the state national process is fraudulent well let's Let's take a look at this. And again, I'm going to post this document so you can read it for yourself. But, you know, first, a note on the state, you know, the status correction. We got to remember it's a piece of paper related to one status, right? State national is not who you are. This is particularly true because the word person is used in the United States Code definitions. Now, we have recently uh, heard from a man who's been involved with status correction as a state citizen and you can look up several scotus cases on the difference between state citizen and the citizen of the united states there's a difference and he believes that only time one has status as a state national is during time of war declared by a properly seated congress now, this man corrected his status from citizen of the United States to state citizen, foreign, national at about around 2004. So almost 20 years ago, we're looking at, we're at 19 years ago. And 
He believes that this state, you know, the status correction was important to his felony criminal indictment charges being dismissed in 2006. And this gentleman, gentleman is currently working to declare himself a free sovereign inhabitant, in quotes, on the land. Which, of course, you can refer to Article 4 of the Articles of Confederation. Now, there's this thing that they, they, they sign. It's called an Affidavit of Repudiation and potential alternative declaration of status. This is what they call papering up. When my mom was kind of almost fell for this trap, she asked me, she goes, you know, cause she knew I was involved with the assembly, but what she didn't realize was that I was in the right assembly and she was on phone calls for the wrong assembly. And she asked me, she goes, did you paper up? I said, paper up, what the hell is that? I'm like, I've never heard of papering up. She goes, yeah, paper up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't know what it is you're involved in, but. That is not a term we use in a National Assembly. Now, here's some problems with an affidavit of repudiation. Now, we have heard that David Strait's claim, he claims that this affidavit of repudiation taken from Mel Stamper's book, Fruit from a Poisonous Tree, in his, is his own work in his seminar. Now, first off, that's pretty telling already when he's kind of getting this information from a book called fruit from a poisonous tree. Hmm. And so there is some doubts about the validity of this claim. And so there was a copy of David Strait's own affidavit of repudiation an AOR. We're going to call it the AOR that was received directly from him. And it was dated 2019. Now this book is from the, you know, the 1900s, then excuse me, the 1990s. Unfortunately, Mel Stamper had passed away, so we can't validate David's claim with the author. Now, we don't believe this claim unless David can actually substantiate it. Now, as of April 2022, uh, via statenational.us, it's been selling model affidavit repudiation documents that David has told people is for correcting one's citizenship status from citizen of the United States to state national status. Now, this AOR, short for affidavit of of repudiation is modeled after David Strait's 2019 AOR to the best of our knowledge. And it's chock full of real big problems. Now, the concern that multiple people have about this AOR is that it might it may serve to pin you down as a domestic terrorist by the feds. Wait, what, Jason? Yeah. The concern a lot of people are having is that this could actually pin people down as a domestic terrorist by the feds. And yes, it, it, it even though it's the de facto, still, they're still in charge technically until we come out of interim status as a de jure. But in the meantime, you status correct, guess what? Now you're deemed a domestic terrorist by the feds. Hmm. So, for example, the title of David Strait's 2019 AOR is Affidavit of Truth and Assert, uh, Assertory Oath. Excuse me, Assertory Oath, Repudiation and Revocation of Citizenship. Now, it is impossible. Let's be clear. It is impossible to revoke one citizenship without going through an expatriation process by leaving the country. 
Now, on page two to three of David Strait's 2019 AOR, it reads, I hereby assess, uh, asseverate, I hope I pronounced that word, asseverate, repudiate, and revoke my citizenship if any ever existed with the legal fiction known as the, quote, United States, all capitals, government corporation, USA Inc., and any and all subsidiary corporations, both known state, county, city, and unknown under its control. Again, one cannot revoke one's citizenship without going through the process of expatriation, which happens by leaving the country. Now, on page 26 of David of David Strait's 2019 AOR, it reads, Through its regulations, the government has made it difficult to expatriate, as they require you to leave the country and do the deed at a consulate or embassy. However, President Bush may have made the task a little easier since he has declared war against terrorists as six formally renouncing U.S. citizenship within the U.S., but only in time of war. Section 349A6INA simply addressed the document to the Attorney General per the regulation. Now, this paragraph being in his AOR makes no sense, and no one has been able to answer why this is in the AOR. Now, on page 29, it continues to read, The following are some of the citizenship questions you will see on various government forms styled in a way to deceive you out of your rights secured by the original Constitution of our Republic, United States of America, and the original state constitutions. They have stopped using the term state citizen on all of the forms for the purpose of constructive fraud. Now, remember that a state citizen is not a national of the United States, but is a national of the United States of America. Now, if you see 8 U.S. Code subsection 1101A21, the term state national means a person owing permanent allegiance to a state. This is a state citizen. The term national of the United States means a citizen of the United States or a person who, though not a citizen of the United States, owes permanent allegiance to the United States. The term naturalization means the conferring of nationality of a state upon a person after birth by any means whatsoever. Hmm. So David has been using the following code to explain what a state national is to people. Using 8 U.S.C. subsection 11018A, the letter A, Apple, Alpha 21 reads, the term national means a person owing permanent allegiance to a state. Did you hear that? A person owing permanent allegiance to a state. So David has been teaching people that the term state national is synonymous and preferable to the term state citizen. And he believes and teaches that the term citizen literally is translated to me municipal servant. And thus he believes people who use the term are referring to themselves as municipal servants. And after scouring books, internet, and other resources, nobody has been able to corroborate this meaning of the word citizen by David's teaching about it. Huh. Yeah. Now let's look at something now. So again, like, like Destry says, like I say, like anybody with a half a brain would say, if they're charging for it, run. 
Okay, nobody in the National Assembly charges for a damn thing. Let me be clear. Yes, there is a donation process that is collected among the members, even as being a member. So you can gain uh, funds for printer, printer ink, because you got to, you know, print documents, a used computer, pens. There's different things that you definitely need in order to operate at the most basic level. But again, there is no required payment or um, anything like that. There is no charge. Why? Because this is not a chargeable thing when it comes to restoring the Republic. Now, if you look at the estimated money and time drain of David's AOR method, you're looking at three days. $50 includes purchasing the tailor-made document for $50 on the statenational.us website, $25 to $100 for registered mail. Then you got $100 to $250 plus, depending on which county you record the document and obtain certified copies. So basically, you're looking at roughly a total cost of anywhere between $175 to $450 total cost just in that alone. Now, other problems with this LexisNexis. Now, David said that in August of 2021, in a seminar, actually, hold on, let's, let's, let's hold that for a second. Let's, let's scroll down for a minute because there's something else I've been wanting because there's a lot of information in this, in this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm trying to cherry pick some of the important stuff. Like I said, I'm going to post this so you can read it yourself. I would definitely read it. Um, give me a second here. Uh, here we go. State national passport problems. All right, listen to this. I'm like reading the chat. Angie was saying, yes, kicked and kicked off and suspended from posting in any public forums for three days. Wait, wait, wait. What are we talking about? Where are you guys getting kicked off at? Let's see. Angie was saying, I got kicked out of some Telegram chats and suspended for saying exactly that Jason said. That you said. So if they ask for money and then turn around and run three days suspension on Telegram, believe it or not. Wow. Now I see why everybody's saying, wow. <laughs> yeah, you keep spreading that truth. Seriously. We're not going to stop. Seriously, because if they're charging for this, you need to run. The Republic is not for sale. And anybody who tries to use the restoration of our Republic as a process to make profit, Shame on them. So here's some other problems with, with the state national fraud. With these passports. Now the passport, listen to this. The passport is government property per Title 22 CFR Section 519. Also refer to page five of passport, which reads that this passport is property of the United States government. Only citizens of the United States can be in possession of the United States property. Whoa. Wait, what? Only citizens of the United States can be in possession of United States property. So when Scott on Bards FM is saying that he got to see Ann Vanderstilt's passport, guess what? It's a fraudulent one. It has no standing. Hmm. 
Scott, buddy, I really, look, you might feel a certain way about me, my friend, but I really hope and pray with an open heart, sincerely, that you come over and listen to this show. And I hope God speaks to you because what you're about to engage in is not going to end very well for you and others. Just saying. And I'm not saying that to be smug. I'm very serious about this. Now, let's also remember that it's also a crime to alter or deface a passport document per 18 U.S. Code 1543. Now, on page 5 of the passport, it reads, Only authorized officials of the United States or of foreign countries may place stamps or make notations or additions to this passport. Now, our favorite guy, Bobby Lawrence, who likes to charge $450 for his seminars, and David Strait, they straight up, no pun intended, stamp the passport for the people. Yeah. Bobby Lawrence and David Strait stamp the passports for people, for the people that they, they swindle. And so they have both actively encouraged people to have it stamped in red by themselves at seminars with something like the following statement. And I quote, American state national limited diplomatic immunity. Do not stop. Do not detain. 50 state conceal carry. End quote. Yeah, sorry. That does not have any standing. <laughs> These people. Further, in following the state national.us directions as of April 2022, you are encouraged to lie to a U.S. government agent. It doesn't matter if they're de facto or not. They're still in charge. And they are encouraged, though, to lie to them and tell them that your current passport is lost in order to get a state national passport if you have a current passport already. Now, you are also told to make a hotel reservation in Mexico or Canada before you go to the same-day passport agency. What is that? I don't know about you, but I don't know one single man or woman who has successfully completed a traffic stop and has not received a ticket using the password method. Supposedly, there is one instance of one, but, you know, nobody really personally knows them. And rather, instead, you know, there are four people who actually were handed over to law enforcement officers and their passports in lieu of driver's licenses. And, and all of them received tickets, in, including the, the, you know, the guy that actually wrote this. This is crazy. And so it says, as well, someone from David's past has told me, okay, now this is from the author, has told me that they were with David multiple occasions when he received traffic and or speeding tickets. And this person informed me that he recently, within the last three years or less, took a driver's class to get points off of his driver's license record. Well, wait a minute. I thought if he was a state national, why, why does he have to do a class to get points taken off his thing? That makes no sense. Money and time drain for completing this passport process. Here's the process for this whole fraud passport debacle. You're looking at a max possibly of two days. You're looking at $235 per passport plus hotel and travel expenses to go to one of about 20 same-day passport agencies across the nation. 
So you're looking, you know, it's about like $400. It varies. Some of the other problems of, of miscellaneous items that, that David teaches, some of these processes. A deed of reconveyance. Now, David's document, <laughs> David's document says that the one writing this document is the trustee, while T.J. Henderson does not say this. Now, we don't know enough about this, but from current studies, being the beneficiary seems better. And, and, and here's the thing. We do know that one should never be a trustee in their dealings with government. And it makes you wonder where this document comes from or if this document was even taken from TJ's material. Now we're looking at a patent of uh, nativity. Now, this document is fine. And it's good to show intent that your DNA was on the land before the country's government was created for multiple reasons, including the Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act. But we do wonder where this document originally arose. Now, did David Strait perhaps take this from TJ's teachings? Maybe. I don't know. Then you're looking at the land patent where you try to obtain a grant deed. Now, you got to please be aware that a land patent grant deed is not an alloyal title. And it should and has helped people, but it is not guaranteed to help, particularly west of the Mississippi River. Why that is, I don't know. But I think it has something to do with the various land treaties. Now, however, you are still responsible for paying your mortgage because of your mortgage contract, the RESPA. And obtaining a land patent may not be a complete waste, but you know it is advised that you need to study and verify current, not overturned case law from both your state and your local county to see what the issues were and what the wins and losses are of those land patents in your area before deciding to do this. So what's kind of, you know, what are you looking at for time and money involvement here? Well, you're spending about 60 hours on this particular endeavor. 15 hours of this was on looking up how to look up a chain of title on your own, you know, on your own. Plus books on land patents by Ron Gibson that you, of course, you can buy on statenational.us. Roughly about $100. Then you got signs for property via narlo.org. That's $200. Then you got recording this document at the county plus multiple certified copies, which you're looking at anywhere between $100 to $400 total or $100 equaling about $400 collectively. So there's some more money out. You see how this works? Now, here's something else. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because we got wintertime taxes that we're coming up on, you know, having to pay here come mid-February here in Michigan. Now, as far as property taxes, now, many people have bought the story that David gave at the first three seminars that a lot of people went to that he taught people in 2020 and 2021 that you can challenge property taxes by sending in a written challenge to your county assessor. Now, there are people that have did this twice in their own county to their own county officials. And what they did was they added an affidavit and they also sent that document to the county treasurer and county record. Guess what? Didn't work. <laughs> Gee, wonder why. Be aware that the vast majority of mortgage companies will pay your property taxes if you are delinquent after four months of delinquency and due to a mortgage contract. 
this has been the outcome of a lot of people and other families who have attempted this process over the past few years. They can still take your property, ladies and gentlemen. Don't think for a single second that you're going to get away scot-free. Nobody who is status corrected has done it correctly or properly, at least not the way they think. Yeah, Randy was just asking, wintertime taxes, they tax you for the winter? Yeah, we got summer taxes, we got winter taxes. Winter taxes, uh, for example, like my winter taxes are about $1,100. Summertime taxes, $3,100. We're looking at about $4,200 a year. Sucks. Freaking sucks. They like to rob us up here. But and again, I shouldn't complain because I know California, man, they get killed. You guys get killed in California and New York. Yeah, I don't even, I heard, I heard by some people, you guys are getting whacked 12, 13, $14,000 for property taxes. That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah, Michigan. Um, but yeah, so just be very aware. You got a lot of different money drains and time drains in this whole process. You got so much. Let, let me, I'm scrolling down through this because I'm trying to like cherry pick some of this stuff here. Oh, here's another one. So this whole mortgage payoff thing. All right. So listen to this. So <laughs> mortgage payoff. So via pre-1965 silver quarter is a big fat note. I, apparently Bonnie Allen Thomas, now Bonnie Strait, that's David Strait's wife, told people in some of David's seminars in August of 2021 that she paid off a $400,000 plus Chase Bank mortgage via a silver quarter. Is anybody buying that? She sent a very simple document that she used. She said what the remaining balance of the mortgage was which was whatever it was remaining for 90 days. And yeah, sent in a pre-1965 silver quarter to get her mortgage paid off. And guess what? Didn't work. Womp, 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 womp. Sorry, but I think that's a big fat no there, Johnny. Yeah, it didn't work. What else we got here? Then there's your trademark of names, invoice of true bill process. I mean, there is a lot to cover here, ladies and gentlemen. There really is. There's so much. I, I can't even I can't even get into all of this. There's so much. And then, okay, here, I guess we'll touch on this last. Then there's the IRS Form 56 process. Well, what's that? Well, as this author was saying, he he wrote. I was a guinea pig on this process for David Strait, and I and a few others sent the Form 56 multiple times to the IRS in 2021. Now, the process on how we needed to file it and what we needed to say was changed a few times, and I found out that the first form filing directions actually came from his personal assistant, who used some of Anna Von Wright's material in instructing us how to fill it out. I then publicly recorded the Form 56, and I did not yet 
have enough connected neurons in my brain to comprehend that this sensitive info would be able to be publicly viewed by the public for the rest of my life. Now, during the t July 2021 part two seminar, it's funny, you got part one, you got part two, my Lord, I wonder how much money they're stealing out of people for these seminars. But for the part two seminar, David Strait shamed me on questions like on subjects of revocation of election process. Now, when I asked David what he thought of the revocation of elections, ROE process, I remember David Strait answering in quote, shame on people who do ROE. We do form 56 because being a fiduciary is the highest form of law and they do not understand that end quote. I now believe David Strait was completely off base. A, a learned friend of mine says that under no circumstance do you want to be deemed a fiduciary when it comes to your dealings with government. What Form 56 is to be used only when there has been a written acceptance of this position of trustee or fiduciary. From an anonymous IRS agent, uh, excuse me, from an anonymous IRS Form 56 department worker, I should say, that I spoke with firsthand. This is the author saying, you know, writing this back in April of 2022. So we're, we're talking less than a year ago. When a form comes into the IRS Form 56 department and the individual's name is listed in the fiduciary's name near the top left, uh, top left first page, the workers are taught to flag that. They don't even file them. They, they, that return is deemed a frivolous filer. And a frivolous filer is someone who conducts a willful and deliberate attempt to evade or defeat income taxes. Huh. And so that form is placed in a funny box. And the funny box forms are sent to the CIIRS Criminal Investigations Department. Oh, boy. That'd be a lot of people. Now, are you starting to maybe kind of possibly wonder why they might be why the IRS supposedly, I still think this story is a fraud, but why the IRS is trying to hire 15,000 state agents. It's maybe to maybe take down a 10 plus million fraudulent IRS tax evaders. Yeah, it's possible. You ever think about that aspect of it? Mm -hmm. See, those IRS agents can't touch us. Why? Because, well, we are not trying to evade taxes. Why? Because we have no intention on trying to trespass on the corporate United States. That's why we are assembling peacefully via the lawful National Assembly. That form, again, from what we know of the IRS, it takes them around three to five years if someone files that to actually come after you. Now, it's believed that if you did solely do an AOR, you may not actually have your status corrected. And further, you are not going to be protected from being a defendant in a criminal IRS case. Now, by then, you will not only owe them five years worth of back taxes, but the penalties and fines that they impose that will have ballooned to God knows how high as well. Now, just a few weeks ago, as of April of 2022, Bobby Lawrence was still telling his followers ROE was optional. What? I have been voicing that I believe the ROE isn't optional, 
as a result of the pressure I applied, and ROE is now available on the statenational.us. I now know that if your status, even if your status has been corrected, you are responsible still to pay taxes up until the day you file a revocation of election. Again, that's the ROE, a revocation of election. And you can see the IRC 226 for more information. It tells you that you must revoke the election in their own code. How to remedy the errors made with this process? Well, I'm not going to get into that because you guys don't need to know the remedy. But here's the thing. Time and drain. What's the time and money drain on this? All right. One and a half days. $150 plus for any penalties and back taxes that you owe, plus any penalties and back taxes that you owe to the IRS. I mean, folks, this this, this state national thing is going to get a lot of people in a lot of trouble. I'm telling you right now. It's going to screw so many people over. So basically, you're looking at total time and money drained involved. We're looking so far now with all this stuff, all right? We're, let's see, what are we, out of page 18? A, two, a, a total of 18 pages? We're on page 8. So right here, we're talking total money and time drain so far involved with all these things that David Strait and Bobby Lawrence teach. You're looking at 60 days of your life plus about $3,000 total spent on, and this is his words, not mine, but spent on bullshit processes and seminars. $725 on impound and late registration fees and traffic citations. Fee for reinstating suspended driver's license. My driver's license was suspended due to a failure to comply with traffic court. Apparently that was because I did not request a court hearing in writing and instead talked to the clerk by phone to obtain a verbal agreement to send paperwork. Therefore, she deemed that I did not send my paperwork soon enough. And all of this after not showing a driver's license when the law enforcement officer requested. Hmm. Well, well, well. And now, of course, it gets into the last part of it here where it says, you know, it starts talking about um, the possibility of stolen valor, um, which I'm not going to get into because, again, it doesn't move the needle one way or the other, whether if it's true or not. Whether if it's true or not. I'm not going to talk about David Strait's personal items here on this document. I'm not going to go over the register, you know, the, the, the text messages between him and a few people that have been around doing this for quite some time who have been swindled. Um, there are some names on here that some people might be very familiar with. I'm again, I don't want to get into all of this because at this point now we're getting into territory that really doesn't mean anything. Okay. And for the sake of time and well, um, I guess I, I don't want to say ethics, but for the sake of time and courtesy to a degree, even though he doesn't really deserve it, I'm going to stay away from it. Because again, as it pertains to the process of lawfully and peacefully assembling our state assemblies, which again, we're still at 16, by the way, we're waiting for lucky 17 to pop up any day now. All right. None of that information that goes into his family and, and, and potential stolen valor, none of that's going to move the needle one way or the other. Even if we did have validation and proof and receipts of all this, it still doesn't 
it still doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? So there is something else that uh, a few people in the assembly, uh, Paul Destry, I think a few others know him, uh, that are friends with him. Um, they went through the state national process through and through. And of course they are, uh, he is very, very regretful and very pissed off to say the least. I'm hoping and praying I can have him on the show at some point. There's still a report being made and getting validation. But once I get this validation, there is another big bombshell that will drop here. Now, I'm not saying that to say, hey, look at me. We're going to be the first ones to drop this. Um, it has nothing to do with trying to break this story first. It has everything to do of warning people to stay away from the state national because it is going to mess you up. I'm not saying that lightly. I am not saying that in any type of tone that is desired to make you feel a certain way. There's nothing about this that is a joking matter. You have to be very, very cautious with the state national business. They are in it to destroy all of your rights. They are there to destroy you criminally. It is not good, ladies and gentlemen. And again, if they are charging for it, like Ann Vandersteel's $99 event in February in Oregon, run. They are using her personality and her influence that she has on swindling more people because they know she's got the followers. Folks, beware of the silver tongue serpent. It is a bastard, and he knows how to deceive. Destry, glad to see you here, brother. Glad to see you here. Um, yeah, you know, I, like I said, Paul and Destry know this guy, and I'm hoping that we'll get the receipts on this soon so we can break that story, and, and I can tell you more about that, but... People need to, people need to watch themselves. Okay. There's a lot of money and time that is spent on this process and it's fraudulent and it's going to land a lot of people in a bad way when all of this shakes out with the national assembly and the national assembly comes out of interim status and becomes the rightful government once and for all of self-governing of by we, the people, a true Republic of these United States of America. So there you have it. So I'm going to repost this, this, uh, I'm going to repost this form and it's, it's titled problems with David Strait's affidavit of repudiation and potential PDF. It's 18 pages. Um, I am not, like I said, I, I don't want to read the personal items today, um, or ever because it just, it's not, it doesn't move the needle one way or the other. All right. So 
Um, let's just do a quick little prayer. All right. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for this information. And we ask that you guide us and we ask for discernment and clarity as we move forward. We know that the lawful assembly is the right process. We know this. That's why they are trying so desperately to try to thwart our progress. They're trying to destroy different state assemblies through infiltration. We understand how the enemy works and we will triumph and win, but we can't do it without you, God. So please be at our side, help our assemblies grow help more people gain this knowledge through this platform and other avenues through national-assembly.net and other good, friendly people out there who are aligned with the National Assembly that we can get this information out there to many other people so we can grow this nation and restore this republic and return you back in the public square where you belong. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all we have today for episode 427 on a fraudulent process of state national. Like I said, I think going forward, guys, if you want to email me with some feedback, like I said, I'm, uh, this show is always constantly having an evolving. Um, it's always going to constantly evolve. Now that I'm kind of becoming a little bit more structured with my time. Um, granted, yeah, I went over past eight o'clock and that was kind of to be expected with the content of this information that I was talking about. But typically I want to stop, you know, at eight, maybe even eight oh five at the latest, you know, depending, you know. So I'm thinking of doing, like I said, a Bible reading first, kind of like the, what the one percent with him was, except we're just going to call it episode such and such. And then whatever the Bible reading we're going to do. And then we'll close that out after about 15 or 20 minutes. And then we're going to start the next show. Now that I have this new piece of equipment, I should be able to get the show rocking and rolling without any delays, God willing. So far, it's been good. And then we'll actually have a separate show. So you'll have two separate shows, Bible reading and then the topic of discussion. Like quickly after that, no 10 minute delay in between, like quickly after that, like after we stopped the Bible reading, I think we were up and running the, the, you know, starting the next show, I think within like a minute and a half. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. JMJdirect at gmail.com or jmjdirect at protonmail.com. Remember, check out the website. I do need to update it. So I guess don't check it out yet, but the website is www.hishardline.com. If you want to know more about the National Assembly, go to www.national-assembly.net. Join the conference call every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It is a free call. You can also join on freeconferencecall.com. All the information is on the website. Check out the forums. Check out the uh, founding documents. Just check it out. See what your state's doing. See if your state is assembled. If it's not, if you're wondering and you want to join your assembly and you want to know more information or talk to somebody in your state, again, email me, jmj direct at gmail.com or at protonmail.com and i'll forward you to destry who will then forward you to the proper people in those respective states all right so i hope you all have an excellent excellent day or night wherever you're at in the world and remember we are firm we're steadfast and we are uncompromising we need to continue to hold that line the enemy has crossed us one too many times and we need to hold that line firm. And we also need to be very diligent to never cross that line. As it states in Joshua 1, 9, I command you be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.
Have a blessed night or day wherever you're at in the world, and we'll be back here tomorrow. Have a wonderful night or day. God bless. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in here at His Heart Line. Really appreciate you. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family. Just copy the link, shoot it via text. You could share it on social media. I don't care if you got to put it up in smoke signals. Just get it out there. And don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. And join us here every single day. We operate six out of the seven days a week. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't forget, don't forget. Sovereignty itself is of course not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. We'll see you back here next time.